This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hello, you're listening to Sports and Works. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And we will jump into WNBA. It just wrapped up. Um, the Storm won the WNBA championship. I'm sure that makes you happy as a Pacific Northwest native. Yes, it does. When people say that Seattle doesn't have a basketball team, it is very ignorant. They most definitely do. Um, and Seattle is very proud to have them. So it's great. And it's the fourth championship for the franchise. Yeah. It's a it's a big deal. I, that's a team that, like, I can't imagine why anyone would be like oh seattle doesn't have a basketball team like this is the basketball team it is they've won a lot on one hand i think it's been good for them to be the only basketball team in town for a while you know um exposure wise but yeah good things happening for seattle um the sounders won the cup last year so you know just the championship just keep coming in seattle is the sports city it is it's the place yeah. Seattle fans will be like the New England fans of the West, but probably quieter. It, Seattle might be the sports city of the past 10 years. I think I agree with that. I guess there was what, there was one other city where, oh, was it D.C. where they won? I don't know. There was a city recently that won two championships in a year, but... Over the past 10 years, I'd say Seattle has been faring pretty well in the sports world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, great, great to see the Storm win. Um, it was a sweep, so not, I guess, quite as exciting of a finish in some ways as some people would have hoped, but. I mean, I'm sure folks like us want wanted it to go out as long as it yeah. could. Yeah, just have more games to watch, but. Um, man, the last game, <laughs> the storm just, oh my gosh, they outscored. They, so <laughs> I'm just like, is this real life? Um, I, I thought it would be a little bit more balanced of a series and, you know, the storm were like, nope, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Sue Bird and Stewie are so good. Um, so it's kind of like, you're kind of like, ah, oh, man, I wanted to see like, more competitive series but like at the same time it's exciting to see players like in their peak and like on the same team and just like doing so well like it's kind of it's cool to see that it is yeah definitely um so pour one out for the WNBA season wrapping up pour one out for the wobble (laughs) um you know the hope is that for the next basketball season teams can play in their local markets um so you know it remains to be seen whether we'll see bubbles again but um 
hopefully for the sake of society, because that means COVID is getting better. <laughs> they don't need mm-hmm. to bubble it up again for the next season. <laughs> That'd be ideal. So, although it was very fun, I really enjoyed. No, I really enjoyed these bubbles um, and the content that just come out of them. Um, NBA. Lakers and Heat. Um, the Lakers are up 3-1 right now. Uh, the game last night, we're recording on Wednesday, so Tuesday's game was um, pretty exciting. You know, the last minute and a half or so is, was kind of like, okay, like the heat, this is done. Like, the Heat are out of this game. Yeah. But um, I'd say overall it was, like, pretty close. I, which makes me think that the Heat can bounce back. So this brings me to my hot take. Oh. Um, I think this is going to go to seven games. Ooh, I hope you're right. I think it will because okay. the Heat have shown this series, despite kind of like the Nuggets, but I feel like the Heat have matched up a bit better against the Lakers. Like the Heat have shown that they're in this. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's definitely possible. The Lakers, it seems like, are just kind of like, I don't know. It's like they don't have, I don't, I want to say they're playing lazy, but like, there's just not much fire there. It seems like we saw some of that last night um, with a few plays, but something weird. I, hmm. Hmm. I I think that's a good hot take. As I think about this, because I don't like when we get last week when we talked about the Lakers and the Heat, and like we both were like, "Oh, the Lakers will take it. They'll take the series." Mm-hmm. Um. That was, of course, before the Lakers were up three one. I think at this point, I'm like, ooh. We'll be lucky to get like six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's a hot enough take, but the Heat also have been in this with multiple star players. Yes. Plagued by injuries. So I think that also says something. That's true. And like, they definitely have the heart and the, the determination. The fire, yeah. Yes. The heat. <laughs> um, I, I think that, like, this series and the Nuggets series shows that those two teams are not as far off from the Lakers talent-wise as, like, yes. these 3-1 leads would lead people to think. Um, yes. Because in both series, like, the Lakers – or, sorry, the Heat and the Nuggets, like, were both dealing with significant injuries. So – and they were playing – that well against the Lakers so yeah they the way people talk about other teams playing the Lakers it's like oh like they're not even good teams they have no business playing mm-hmm. but it's like no nah, they've been like close games it's not like the Lakers completely like dominated the Nuggets yeah um, it's like and they by kind of a matter of circumstance I would say yeah and they definitely aren't doing that to the heat so It'll be interesting for next season, like assuming a lot of teams keep a lot of their major pieces. Um, 
I'll be interested to see if people are still like, oh, yeah, like the Clippers and the Lakers are the teams out west to be worried about when it's like, well, is it is that true? And same like out east, like, oh, do we have to worry about the Bucks and the Celtics? Like, maybe, but like, I, I would hope that people are a little more thoughtful in their like choices of teams that they think are going to do super well after watching. And like, I know that the bubble is a weird circumstance, but like, because of that, like, I think players have, um, shown up in a way that they would not have otherwise. So hopefully that like carries over into like a normal season. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, college football. What do college you got? Football. Oh, so I watched Iowa state upset Oklahoma on Saturday. Yes. 37, 30 big. That's a big win for Iowa state. Um, uh, they won. It was at home. So that was good for the Iowa State fans. And they wore their black jerseys that they are undefeated in at home. And it is Brocktober if you are an (laughs) Iowa State fan. Like, you have all your hopes and dreams. They lie within Brock Birdie, who he looked all right. Um, it, It was really fun to see Iowa State meet Oklahoma. I was happy to be like... Because last week I was like, oh, I think Oklahoma will win. I, I'm happy to see Oklahoma lose. And um, their quarterback or one of their players was like, yeah, like the refs like didn't call this right. And I'm like, that's like the most Big 12 complaint ever. Like, oh, the refs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, because of the, it's because of the refs that we lost. Like, come on now. It's okay, Oklahoma. It, just accept that like this might not be your year. It's okay. Iowa State can win the Big 12. Uh, it would, like, not be the worst thing in the world. It would... There would be a lot of Happy Tailgate Society contributors. There would be a lot of Happy <laughs> Tailgate Society contributors. There would be a lot of happy people, people in general. People in general, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just, because it's not Oklahoma, it's not Texas. Yeah. And it's not Baylor. And, like, Baylor... Uh, I think they looked not the, their best on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, but more so like Oklahoma and Texas, like the two teams that everyone thinks of in the Big 12. And just like, yeah, but there are other teams that are good. And like both of those teams were upset this weekend. So Texas lost to TCU yep. 33 to 31. Yes, that happened. Just like maybe. Lots of upsets right. these days. Yeah, a lot of upsets these days. And I saw somewhere where someone was like, you can't just, like, look at team When you're looking at a conference, you can't just look at the teams that, like, everyone is like, yeah, these are the only good teams. Mm-hmm. So, like, every other team in this conference is not good. And I, th- I think that people fall into that trap when they talk about the Big 12. They're like, well, there's Texas and there's Oklahoma. Well, like, there are other good teams in the Big 12 when it comes to football. Same with, like, I mean, obviously the SEC people are like, yeah, like, it's a very solid football conference. Well, like, yeah, Alabama's good and Georgia's good. Yeah. But, like, they're not the only teams in this conference. There's definitely a a media bias, I guess. People just, like, pay attention to what the media says about what teams are good. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've been guilty of that, too, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, same. And so it's just, like, it's, it's fun 
maybe this is a good thing that comes out of the limited games to choose from. Like, you can actually see, like, oh, this conference has a good team, like, has more good teams than I thought. Or, like, ooh, this conference, struggling. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Also in Contraple News, Georgia beat Auburn pretty handily, 27-6. Uh, yeah. Those were both ranked teams, mm -hmm. too. I was surprised that Auburn didn't get more scoring done. Agreed. Kind of weird to see from them. Yeah. Maybe it was a fluke. Maybe next weekend or this coming weekend, they'll be like, all right, we were asleep at the wheel last weekend. <laughs> Maybe. TVD. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the upcoming college football games, there is a little bit of a Big 12 bias when I threw these in here, but um, the Red River rivalry is this weekend. Mm -hmm. Texas versus Oklahoma, both teams coming off of losses <laughs> that kind of shook them. So I think that'll be a very interesting game. And I think Oklahoma's going to win, <laughs> but that's mm. that's just me. I hope I'm wrong. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, it'll be... I don't even know how many people they're letting in. Oh, gosh. And, I forget that that's a thing. <laughs> right? right? Well, uh, and I just... Because they're still doing things. Like, they're still doing some of the pageantry. So, yeah. like, the Texas ROTC kids are running the foot game ball mm -hmm. from Austin to Dallas on Saturday. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what other big things they're doing. I think, I think the percentage of masks present on the broadcast for this game will be very low. Ooh, um, probably, I hope not, I hope not but <laughs> would not be surprised. Um, it's just, yeah, it's so weird to think about fans like are actually at games. Yeah. It, I'd like to see. Some games I'm like, oh, yeah, like they're in like clumps where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're there with like your family and friends mm -hmm. and like no one else is around. But then there are ones where like the student, the student section, section, yeah, it's like students have zero chill. <laughs> I'm like, don't you realize like why all your classes are online? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh. Everyone I mean, stay safe. <laughs> yeah, for real. And like for Texas, so students have to get covid test the day before the game before they can get their ticket and is it a rapid test do they get the um, results back before they're given a ticket yeah it's <laughs> so a pretty like they quick get turnaround the, yeah so they like i think they go like the friday before and then they can pick it up saturday morning okay well i guess that's good um yeah that, that definitely helps i didn't know they were testing people that's a i mean if I were a student that bought tickets to go watch Texas, I'd be like, all right, nobody come near me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in a bubble mm -hmm. and be like, these tickets were expensive. The hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, I show up to the game, still in the hazmat suit. It's oh, great. Don't care that it's 90 degrees oh, in Austin. We'll not so get sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, that should be a, a good game. Um, we also have Iowa State and Texas Tech. Which, That'll be a fun one. Yes. I think that's like probably the one I'm most interested in on the schedule this weekend. 
Okay. Um, but there's also Miami and Clemson. Both ranked. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it's going to be like the Georgia-Auburn game where you have these two top yeah. 25 teams. And is it really... Not that great of a game. <laughs> I, I think that definitely could be the case. I feel like Clemson could just go off. I think that Clemson just might. I would bet on that if I was a betting person. That That's probably a good bet. Which I'm and not. So... <laughs> I mean, it's very fortunate that neither one of us are with the different sports that we follow. It would be a bad time. <laughs> we, I think um, we would like we would make bets with like too much too much emotion and not enough like reality. We would be Adam Sandler <laughs> and Uncut Gems. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't. I don't want that for us. We'll we'll stick to investing in wine. Yeah, I think that's a that's better. And baked goods. <laughs> yeah, it it's like safer. It's better for our mental health and our physical health, and mm-hmm. probably our bank account. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, moving on to the NFL. Some very exciting news for both of us. Yes. The Seahawks and the Bills are both still undefeated. It's very exciting. It's great. Um, there are a few other teams that are also still undefeated, though. Um, we have the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Titans, and the Packers. So there are five remaining after four weeks of games. It's not bad. No. It's a, it's a good... And the Chiefs, like, they almost lost this week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they look a little better this coming week. But I was reading somewhere that like one team and maybe it was the Chiefs. They're playing like three games in 11 days because of a reschedule, a Thursday night game. That's pretty incredible. Wow. I need to fact check myself on like which team specifically. But I was just like, oh, my God, that's like. It's like three football games. It's really not like, great, actually, because no. of all of the injury issues. I feel like that's gonna impact the quality of play as the season progresses. Because <laughs> we'll have more and more injuries of like star players that are gonna drastically change the landscapes of these teams. And yeah, I don't know. But you know what can you do? It's either you play and you deal with these things, or you don't play at all. So. Maybe just like rotate out players. But I don't even know. I don't know the solution to this. <laughs> Load management. <laughs> yes. Yes. Take, take some cues from the Clippers before the bubble where they're like load management. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It will be very interesting to see like come December what things are looking like. Ooh, hopefully players are. I guess things well some of these players who got injured like at the very beginning of the season like will be back in december so maybe that'll kind of make up for the next round of injuries i don't know i don't really know what to think i mean same (laughs) same 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 oof just hope they stay safe that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Always, always safety first. <laughs> safety first. Safety's key because uh, you hate seeing it happen. Like 
you end up looking like the Broncos where mm-hmm. everyone's out. Yeah. But Von Miller is one of the ones I was thinking of because he's they're saying he's going to be back in December. I can't oh, remember the exact good. week, but that's what they're thinking. So I think the Broncos are going to have to cut their losses, though, because like December's kind of late in the season <laughs> to be like, oh, let's turn things around, boys. <laughs> it, it is. Um, but you know what? The Seahawks have been wild card games multiple times with losing records. So anything is possible. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Anything is possible. We're living in a very weird timeline. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. Yes. <laughs> Any other NFL updates? I think that kind of just gives a nice brief overview of where things are at. Um, uh, what soccer news do you have for us? So speaking of like this weird timeline, this is a good weird thing though. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned this maybe a month or two ago about how a lot of the U.S. women's national team players have left the National Women's Soccer League in the U.S. and have gone across the pond <laughs> to play football with football clubs. Football. football. And so two of these like stars – from the team, Tobin Heath and Kristen Press, they moved over to Manchester United. They had the the best-selling jerseys for Manchester United, like of anyone, like including the men. That's and I was impressive. like, that's that's super impressive. Mm-hmm. Manchester United is not like a club that people are like, wait, who are they? No, it's not their jerseys like are thing. so popular. Yes. So that's pretty dope. To just have, like, these two women, they're like, all right, we're going to go play abroad. Sweet. Uh, We now are, like, we've sold the most jerseys. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so cool. So good on them and hoping, I think, most of the women that have left the NWSL to go play abroad, they've been doing well. So you like to see that. Definitely. Um, What is your game of the week? My game of the week is the Heat versus the Lakers on Friday night. Um, I'm pretty excited to watch that. That'll be a very good Friday night activity. I will 100% mm-hmm. fall asleep in the fourth quarter, wake up for the last two minutes of it. Like, this is how life happens. It's fine. I've accepted my fate. I'm excited. Yeah. What is your game of the week? Maybe you could set an alarm, like knowing that you're going to fall asleep, but time mm-hmm. it so that your alarm will wake you up like before the game's going to be over. Just, I don't know. Um, I could do that, or I could like <laughs> ask my roommate to watch the game with me. <laughs> Because then I have someone to talk to while I watch. And so... Yeah, th- these are things that you can do when you have a roommate. <laughs> that's, that is true. I forget that that's like a thing. My roommate picks about... He'll watch half of a game. Okay. So I should be like, can you watch the second half of this game so that I can stay awake? Yeah, that's, that's very smart. I like this idea. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so what game are you excited for this week? Um, so my game of the week is a TV event of the week. It's not an actual Ooh. game. Um, oh. This is a television event that millions of Americans look forward to every year. Um, the Bachelorette is back. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is premiering on Tuesday. I should know. I should know the date because of all the promo I've seen for it. Um, the thirteenth. Yes, Tuesday the thirteenth. Assuming that the Lakers, he, nice tie in here, does not go to game seven. 
So game seven would be on Tuesday night. So if that happens, I don't know what will happen with the bachelorette. If they would, I'm assuming they would push it to Wednesday night. Um, but maybe they would have a premiere after the game. I'd really know that they wouldn't do that. That would be really stupid for ratings. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I'm just going to switch it up a little bit this week. That is my television event of the week. Very excited. I enjoyed that so much. I did not expect that. When you, when I saw that it was the TV event of the week, I'm like, oh, you must be talking about basketball and you're just being funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> I enjoy that. I'm not that funny. Uh, <laughs> so your hot take of the week was the Heat yeah. taking the game. Yes. Taking the series to game seven. Mm-hmm. Um, What's yours? Is it is it basketball related? It is not basketball related. So if you know me, you know I've probably sent things about a cookie butter beer. Yes. (laughs) I've told many people it's kind of embarrassing. So Trader Joe's has cookie butter beer. I've gone to Trader Joe's twice in the last couple weeks (laughs) looking for it. This week, I the last time I went, I was like, hey, so when do you all get this cookie butter beer? Because I can't just keep going to Trader Joe's once a week. Mm -hmm. kind of stresses me out yeah um because it's like if you go on a monday it's packed i was gonna say i'm sure no matter when you go like you have to wait outside in line um thursday evenings okay is good monday evenings bad (laughs) it tells me that people are very bad at being like oh what am i gonna have for meals for the week and you get to monday yeah they go to work and they're like oh man i have to order lunch and then go to the grocery store after work and i'm just like man i wish you had gone to the grocery store on Sunday or Saturday or Friday night. Friday night and Thursday nights are actually like the best nights to go to the grocery store. Yep. In my opinion. Um, that's not what this is about. So Trader <laughs> Joe's cookie butter beer. So they don't have it. And I asked about it and they were like, yeah, not everywhere in Texas is going to have it because of some laws. And I'm like, I just <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> what it's is such the a law? Texas thing. It's just right. There are laws. I don't know. There's just laws. <laughs> Like she tried to explain it, but I was like, I just, all right. She's like, some other stores might have it. Some distributions thing. I don't understand it. I don't work in a space where I would understand why Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. in Austin, Texas does not carry cookie butter beer. Does it have to do with the liquor content or like the the alcohol content? I am unsure because the alcohol content, it is like a Mm 9.5%. But, like, other beers, like, that are sold, so I don't know oh, if it just okay. can't be sold at Trader Joe. I, I don't know. Huh. I will be checking a Houston Trader Joe's next week. Okay. To see if they yeah, Please keep us posted on this journey. I will. Everyone just sit tight. So, then, because they didn't have this cookie butter beer, I picked up a funnel cake beer. Mm. And it is made in Dallas. It is a 4.5%. It's a nice little golden ale. And... It was okay, but the responses when I was like, oh, I got this golden ale and I was looking for the cookie butter beer, different people are like, that's disgusting that you're trying to get like these dessert beers. And I'm like, I love them. Like last week I had a stout that was cookies and cream. It was like drinking a milkshake of a beer. are super popular. Yeah. So. But I... I agree. It seems like a lot of people are pretty averse to dessert beers. Yes. Also dessert wines. Yes. So if you enjoy them, I think that's definitely probably a hot take for a lot of people. 
Yes. I just, I think like the hot take in it is that like the ingredients just aren't natural to be in beer, which like that's true. Originally beer was not made with all these like extra ingredients, but like we're evolving. Mm-hmm. It's we're living a new life. So yeah, hot take. Give dessert beers a chance. Spreading the word for the people. You know, I'm just out here. Again, I'll keep y'all updated on the cookie butter <laughs> adventure. <laughs> um, what is your wine pick that I'm sure you're going to drink for the TV Television event, event of the week? Yes. Um, well, by the time that comes around, I will probably have picked up something different. Um, and by probably, I mean definitely because that is still like a week away um but currently i am enjoying uh kim crawford sauvignon blanc um i've never had any other kim crawford wines but they're super easy to find um the sauvignon blanc is like 15 dollars a bottle so it's like i guess a little bit of a splurge but not like you know it's justifiable at the same time for us you know young working people so um i'm just kind of enjoying that as the temperatures um i think are kind of about to wind down a little bit it's been like 80 but it looks like um in a week or so we'll be like consistently around 65 so i think like a bunch of leaves are falling and stuff so i think that like the season of um white wines and rosé for me is about to come to a close so enjoying it while it lasts um what is your wine of the week my wine of the week is a froze because Mm -hmm. uh it's still hot here surprising no one (laughs) um froze from a local restaurant in austin called hank's their froze is so good and you can get it to go it's good and it's just they put it in a little cup and you take it home and man it it'll get you but it is so refreshing and so good. Love Hank's Frosé. There's something about a blended drink that's just great. And then when it's a blended wine, it's perfection. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's very easy. Because, like, I'm sure you've had a Frosé that you're like, yikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy to – I think it's pretty easy to screw up. I think the key is, like, keeping true to the wine and not mm-hmm. adding a bunch of, like, fruit flavor just to give it – more flavor yes um because those are the bad ones that i've had that tasted like really fruity and kind of sweet you know i'm like what else did you put in this besides the wine and it like has a like texture yeah of almost like an icy yes like a like a slushy from um yeah or something yeah yeah not about it yep it's like this is not natural (laughs) um well i'm glad you're enjoying that that sounds lovely yeah one day when you visit we'll go to hanks i was gonna say sounds great they have happy hour it's five dollars oh my goodness what a deal yeah it's a good time they have five dollar frozen palomas too Ooh, yeah yeah that's very texas i feel like (laughs) it really Um, is then a spicy margarita oh yep there we go very austin um besides hanks what uh personal plugs do you have for us this week you know anyone who listens regularly knows to expect this tailgate society podcast (laughs) check out bitter units you want to hear about beer in depth not just like hey maybe let's have dessert beers but like real conversations about beer 
check it out. Matinee Baseball, they just talked about Eight Men Out. Culture Check, we just talked about post-college albums, and we cannot say this enough, Solange's um, novel, or not novel, wow, <laughs> album. <laughs> A Seat at the Table is Ooh. amazing, so listen to that it's album. Title. It's It's a good title, it's a good album, oh my god. Um, it was like the find of the week for us. Hmm. And then Old Man Strength. So check out this podcast, check out the content that came out this week. So another Women of Tailgate Society, and then it's time to cross the street for those of you who want to read some political stuff, like get after it. It's a good piece. And those are my plugs. What do you have any personal plugs this week? Um, just one. I'm back on back on my voting uh soapbox um yes, queen. <laughs> states some states are mailing out um ballots for states that are allowing mail-in voting um colorado i know is mailing starting on friday so um as soon as you get your ballot fill that thing out and put it in a drop box because if you put it in one of the official election drop boxes that are in your town or city um it does not go through the usps which could cause delays we love the postal service, but they're probably going to be very overworked <laughs> in the coming weeks. So if you don't have to go that route, don't do it. Because <laughs> um, these drop boxes, like they pick ballots up from these drop boxes several times a day. So you know it's getting counted um, and you don't have to worry about it, you know, getting lost in the mail or, um, you know, not making it to its destination on time. So um, a lot of people don't even know that these drop boxes are a thing. So you can just look up on your state's voting website, whatever their government site is, and um, find the location nearest you. It's just like dropping something off in the mail. It's your civic duty. There, there we it. go. I'm, I, I'm done now. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, like, <laughs> you, uh, you... You crushed it. It's important that the people know, and it's important that the people vote. If you're listening to this podcast and you have questions about voting, hit us up. We will direct <laughs> you in the right direction. We're very passionate about this topic. Um, that's all the politics we'll get to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nonpartisan, just here's some info for you that you might not know about. Exactly. It's your right to vote. You might as well do it. Mm -hmm. And you... The people that are you're voting for, like they're there to make your community better. Like you're electing them to help make things better where you live. You should have a say in it. Like you have a voice, you should use it. Yeah, and use those handy little books they mail out to you too that yes. describe the things that are very complicated sounding on the actual ballot. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't know what this. This is so much language, heavy language on this one yep. initiative that I have no idea what it's even talking about. Um, so. Use those little blue books they send out. They're very nice. It's like uh, voting for dummies in a way. They should do like this. Is it the schoolhouse rock that would talk about like the House and the Senate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They should do that for like the different things that are on a ballot. Like this is how you read the ballot and like get all nice. the information that is like relevant. Like they mm -hmm. should do videos like that. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that business idea someone make it happen and please give us a cut yes <laughs> we'll promote it for free um do you have a bigger than sports moment um yeah so 
it's like not one specific person really necessarily, but um, a bunch of the NBA players um, left major tips for the NBA bubble housekeeping staff, um, which is just great to see. A story came out about Russell Westbrook um, the other day that he left an $8,000 housekeeping tip um, for the people taking care of the rooms in the bubble for the NBA. Um, And there have been other players since him, but, you know, stories have come out about saying like this person did this too. So, um, and none of these players either are saying that they did these things. It's like coming to light because of reporting. So it's not like they're tooting their own horns, so to speak. Uh, But just really great to see like these, that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. for people who are working in, the hotel business, like on a daily basis, doing maintenance kind of stuff, you know? So, um, just great to see. You love to see people it. taking care of people. <laughs> what a concept. I know. <laughs> it's great. Hopefully people just keep doing that because they understand that we're in a very weird and somewhat difficult time. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people just keep being like good people, like the players who left those large tips. Yeah. Very possible WNBA players also did the same thing. Um, Personally, I haven't seen any stories about it, but because of media coverage, it's very likely that even if it happened, we wouldn't have. So um, that seems on brand for them. Like they're very not trying to say that like the NBA players are the only ones doing this by any means, but makes your heart feel happy. Yes. And on that note, that's all I've got for this week. How about you? I think that's a good way to just wrap it up. Nice. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.